Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. My name is Velika B. I am the founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen, and this is the Velika B Project. So I am honored to have again. And mm-hmm. Minister Pat, the reason I brought you back was because I want to talk about um, war, like warfare over our lives and over people's lives and how we can handle that, especially going into the holiday season. So um, and it made me think of Charles Jenkins' song, This Is War. So that's been in my spirit all week long, well, weekend and week long. And Kaylee is in the building too. And Kaylee said, hey, uh, Minister Pat. Hey, Minister Kaylee. <laughs> yes. So if you don't mind, could you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the ones who may not know who you are? Okay. Uh, My name is Minister Patricia Middleton or Pat Middleton. That's what they call me, Minister Pat. Uh, I am a member of the uh, most awesome church on this side of heaven, Tabernacle of Praise Church International, where the um, pastor TJ McBride is my pastor. Lady Shanae is our first lady. And I am just so honored just to be here to talk with Velika again uh, on tonight and to share uh, some insight for you all and just give you what God has given me uh, to share with you all on tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to jump right on into it, Minister Pat. So I'm seeing a lot of people are dealing with different attacks um, over their lives, um, not just doing doing holidays, but throughout the year and even last year. And, you know, sometimes we can get so hype and in a good place. We go to church on Sundays or we do Bible studies. But in between the Sundays and Wednesdays, how can we have like scriptures or prayer or what type of things that we can do to just get us through day to day? Okay. All right. Great. That, that's, those are some great questions. And that is very, very true what you just said, Velika. So let me just start off by saying that, you know, we've all been facing some unprecedented times lately, you know, and it may seem like we're just going from one crisis to the next to the next. You know, this global um, COVID-19 pandemic has forced us all to make some dramatic changes in our lives. Um, There is still political turmoil going on. Social injustice is still around. And don't forget the natural disasters that have been happening. And on a more personal standpoint, people may be dealing with loss of loved ones. There have been a lot of that. Uh, Changes in your health status, unemployment, divorce, financial challenges, you know, and the list just goes on and on and on. And as we approach the holiday season, these are times where people tend to be more depressed. And, and like you said, there there seems to be more attacks that are coming against the people. You know, but I want to share with you all and I just want to encourage you on tonight that when you're facing these difficult times and when you're going through these things, you know, they have a big toll on your mood, on your health, uh, you know, on your whole outlook on life. But um I just, and it can even feel, make you feel helpless and hopeless and stressed out and depressed. But I just want to encourage you not to give up on tonight. 
It's not time to throw in the towel. It's certainly not time to quit because I know for myself that God has a plan for each and every one of you. And he tells us that in Jeremiah chapter 29 and 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So God has a plan for each and every one of us. And we may not always be able to see that plan clearly, but just know that God has a plan for us. And also, you know, Jesus told us that there was going to be difficult times in this world. You all remember that? If you'll think back on the scripture in John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus told him, he said, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. Listen at that. Hold on to that word peace. Now he says in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. He said, I have already overcome the world. So Jesus has left us that peace. So what we need to do is to figure out how to get that peace and how to hold on to that peace that is already right here for us. And again, uh, in James chapter one, he tells us to count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations. You know, when these things come up on us, when the different tests and the trials come up on us, they're coming to test our faith. And these are things that James tells us to count it all joy when these things happen, because that means we're growing in our faith. We have an opportunity to grow into our faith and become stronger in our faith. And one of my favorite scriptures that I'd like for uh, to leave with you all that I want you to meditate on. So write this one down. It's in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. That's Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. God is saying to us, and this is what he's saying to you tonight. Fear not, he says. Fear not, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. There are a lot of promises that God have made to each and every one of us. And I have never known God not to. Oh, you still there, Valika? I am. I can't see. What did I do? <laughs> Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes, there I am. I, I messed. I pressed the button by mistake. Sorry, guys. Okay. Forgive me for that. But I've never known God not to uh, fulfill his promises that he's made to us. And I want to share three things with you all on tonight to do to help you and some also some personal things to do to help you when you feel like you're under these attacks of the enemy. Uh, should I pause uh, right now or just go ahead into? No, you get you get. I'm, okay. I'm looking at the audience. You get. Okay, so the first thing that we have to do, we, we, we don't need to worry about anything. Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Absolutely. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. So my sister, I have five older sisters. I'm so blessed. And one of them gave me a little plaque one time. It says uh, on that plaque, it says, if you're going to worry, don't pray. And if you're going to pray, don't worry. So God is instructing us to pray and not to worry about anything. In his scripture, again, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, it says, therefore, he's telling us, don't worry about tomorrow because uh, tomorrow has enough troubles of their own. So don't you can't we can't change anything about tomorrow. So we are not to worry about that at all. God is going to take care of it if we allow him to. If we allow him to lead us and guide us in every step of the way, he will take care of all those things. So there's no need for us to worry. When you worry, that's what brings on extra stress and anxiety in your life. And stress, you know, sometimes it can come in so subtle 
that you may not even realize that you're under stress. And all of these are attacks of the enemy. So the first line of defense, don't worry about it, but instead pray. And that leads me into the second thing. So the second thing that we have to do is we have to pray. You know, Philippians just told us, you know, we've just told them, told us in Philippians four and six through seven that we're to pray about everything. And, you know, prayer should be our first line of defense for every situation. Right. Prayer is our 911. As Christians, that's our 911 is prayer. You know how we have first responders, you know, our police officers, our, our ambulance drivers, paramedics. When there's an emergency, you dial 911. When you're going through a crisis or you have an emergency in your life, that's your number. Prayer is your 911. Right. And prayer is not just talking you know, to God and, and saying, oh, God, help me, please, and pleading and crying to God. But it's a conversation. A prayer, that's that's when you have an intimate and a personal conversation with God. And we're really blessed these days because we don't have to wait for a priest or anybody to usher us into God's presence. We have that direct line of communication with God. So that's what we should do is we need to pray about everything and just pour your heart out to God. You know, one thing that I really like about that, to be able to go in my own prayer closet or my private area and pray Whatever I tell God, I know it's going to stay right there with him. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you tell some people some of your things, it may get to other folk that you don't want to know about that. But what you tell God is going to stay with God. Exactly. Real quick, um, Minister Pat, someone, and I knew that was going to come. Somebody said, it's so hard not to worry. It is. It's hard not to worry. And when when you're worrying, and I'm not saying don't be concerned about things because, you know, we can't just bury our head in the sand. I'm not saying that. We can be concerned about things, but not worrying. When you're worrying so much about something to where it's physically affecting your body, it's affecting Mm. your your mental uh, outlook on life and everything, that's true worry. But we definitely can be concerned about things. And we're to take all of those concerns, all of our cares, all of our burdens, everything. That's what we're supposed to take to God in prayer. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry about that. I just wanted to kind of bring, I hear that a lot. It's so hard to not worry or have faith. And it's it is. a lot of times they say ministers and, and us make it sound easy, but you just got to keep the faith. It's just like, sometimes it doesn't happen overnight, but you got to keep praying. You got to keep studying. You got to keep reading. You got to yes. keep going. Yes. And it's not any easier for us as a minister or, or being, you know, right. uh, saved. Right. I, I too have things that I'm concerned about. You right. know, sometimes you'll get health challenges. I had a, a, a recent health challenge, you know, where they um, noticed something different on my EKG. That's the study, you know, a test that they do on your heart. Right. Now, granted, I didn't go around worrying about it, you know, to the extent to where it just had me physically or, and emotionally consumed in that. I didn't let that consume me. Now, granted, I was concerned, but I took that to God in prayer. I followed up with my doctor. I did step by step what I was supposed to do until I got the, I already knew that I was healed already. But when I got the final report from the doctor on Monday, when I went back for a visit, it helped to alleviate all the rest of that stress. And um, so I'm telling you, we all have concerns and we all tend to worry, but don't let worry consume you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope that answers the question for that young lady. Okay. You get, go ahead. Okay. So the first thing was don't worry. You Mm -hmm. know, the second thing is pray. Let your, let prayer be your first line of defense uh, in any and every situation. 
you know, and, and pray first thing in the morning. I like to get up in the morning and pray. You know, I pray all throughout the day and certainly before you go to bed at night. But I like to get up in the morning and pray because it sets the tone for your day. You know, right. when you go before God in prayer and you pour out your heart to him and you listen to God. Now, remember, I told you that this is a having an intimate and personal relationship with God. It's our opportunity to talk to God. But don't just talk, 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 but sit and listen quietly sometime and let God minister to you, minister to your heart and tell you and direct you as to how you should go about your day to day. And I love the way uh, Cindy Trim put it in one of her books. I, I like to read. And one of the books that I read from Cindy Trim is called Commanding Your Morning. So that's what you're doing when you're right. God in prayer, you're reading your scripture or your daily devotional. You're commanding your morning. That means you're the one taking control of that under the direction of God. So command your morning. Get up and, and start your day off by prayer so that you can set the tone for your day. Absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know I used to drive to work. I, I drove for 11 years to Emory, Emory Midtown every day. And if I wouldn't have got up and commanded my morning, when I got in that traffic, woo-wee, I would have had a whole different uh, outlook on my day. And some days it was still rough. By the time I got there, I had to really have a stiff cup of coffee to get my nerves calmed down a little bit. So yeah. we have to just ask God to help us, you know, to get our day started out and plan our whole day. I agree. <laughs> And, and I saw a little quote. It said, let prayer be your antidote to all of your daily frustrations. So when we, when you're frustrated, when these things come about in the uh, during this holiday season, you know, all the tests and the trials and the different attacks from the enemy, you know, let prayer be your antidote to those issues. Pray Absolutely. about everything. Absolutely. Amen. I agree. I agree. Amen. Amen. In Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six, this is another one. Um, the third thing that we can do to help get us through tough times from a spiritual standpoint, the third thing is we need to trust God. You know, and I think you were saying earlier, Valika, people say for us, myself being a minister and for you being a child of God and for others, they they say it's easy for us, but it's not always easy. But we have to trust God. We have to trust him when things are going good and we have to trust him when things are not going so good. Yeah. The yeah. Bible tells us to trust God with all of our heart and lean not unto our own understanding. You know, when I lean to my own understanding and when I try to figure stuff out on my own, sometimes I make a real mess of things. Mm -hmm. But we have to trust God and not lean to this up here in our head. And Absolutely. we have to acknowledge him. It says to acknowledge him in all of our ways. So don't just ask God's help for when things are bad. And you, you really need some help. But when things are going well or or normal, we ask God for his guidance during those times as well. And the Bible uh, tells us, God assures us in his word that he would be the one he would direct our path. So we have to really trust God, trust him in the good times and trust him in the not so good times. Amen. And so I just told you some things from a spiritual standpoint that'll help you to get through uh, difficult times around the holiday. But let's look at some things from the natural standpoint as well. So one of the a couple of things that I want to share with you is uh, and these are kind of to help you deal with stress because mm -hmm. we're getting uh, attacks from the enemy. It most of the time it brings about stress in our lives and mm -hmm. stress can be displayed in many ways like rapid heart rate, uh, headaches, back aches, joint muscle aches, depression, you know, things of that nature, 
those are all uh, can be signs that are related to stress. So the way that we can alleviate those things is the first of all, eating a healthy and a well-balanced diet and drinking lots of water. Mm-hmm. These are things that we can do, uh, you know, it, and it may sound cliche, but it's really true. When you eat the right foods in the right quantities and, and you're getting your proper rest And the next thing on the list is exercising, exercising regularly. When you go to that gym and you work out or work out at your home, whatever you choose to do, that really helps to bring the stress levels down in your life. And that's really important for us. We're given these bodies. We only have one earthly body that we're given and we have to take care of our bodies. Uh, Paul said that he conditions his body like an athlete. So we have to take care of our bodies. And when we do that, it really does help to lower our stress. Amen. And then the next thing is meditation and relaxation techniques, you know, meditating on the word of God or doing some yoga or some things like that to help you to to stress and just uh, stretch and to relax. These are techniques that can help you uh, get you through some difficult times. And we talked about decreasing the stressors in your life. All of these things help to decrease your stressors in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And the next thing is about taking uh, doing self-care. We have to take care of ourselves. You know, we as women, for sure, we are always, it seems, taking care of somebody else or doing things for others. You have to step back and take some time for yourself. Go to the spa, get your nails done, you know, get your nails done, get your hair done pretty, you know, get yourself a new piece of whatever, some new makeup, you know, go shop, just go spend some money on yourself. Right. Self-care, get a nice massage. These are things that we have to do regularly for ourselves, because if we don't do it for ourselves, no one else is going to do it. Right. So that is that is really important uh, is to take care of yourself. And the next thing is, is uh, learning how to say no. It's okay to say no. If you feel like you have too much on your plate and you can't take on another project at this particular time, it's okay to say, well, I can't do that right now. But maybe later on in a few weeks or so when I can get some of this stuff off my plate, I might be able to help you out. It's okay to say no. Okay to say no. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're the one that's in, we're the ones that are in control of our time. We have to do good time management. And when you're taking on more than than you have time in a day to finish, you know, then you, you need to learn how to better manage your time. Absolutely. There's some more questions. Are there any more questions out there, Valika? No, um, Yolanda Thomas Wright from our church said she loves Minister Pat. Oh, hi, Yolanda. Love you too, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? One thing my therapist told me, I, I have therapist appointment every Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. She told me, I was telling her I was dealing with, it, it was something where, and I found myself start to slur. She said, mm-hmm. well, you need to start getting some more sleep. Sleep is important too. We take yes. that for granted. Sleep. So yeah. <laughs> yes. That's very important, Valika. And, and I've been, you know, in my studies and stuff that I've done sleep, if you, they want us, we should get at least eight hours of sleep a night. I know I don't get eight hours of steady sleep a night because it's always something that's, uh, waking me up or I'm up watching TV late or something. And then I get up early in the morning, but that's really important. We need to give our bodies a chance just to shut down mm-hmm. our physical body, shut our brain down, our minds down, you know, from uh, everything that's been going on during the day. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Valika. sleep yeah. is extremely mm-hmm. important. So yep. exercise, 
uh, proper eating habits, drinking lots of water. Our bodies are made up of 75 to 80% water. We have to consume the right amount of water uh, every day. Um, meditation and relaxation, decreasing the stressors in your life, stress care, and learning how to say no. And then also it's just setting realistic goals for yourself. If you all are like me, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> and sometimes I would set my goals way, way too high. Mm-hmm. But we have to set realistic goals for ourselves. And take one little baby steps at a time. And, and we used to always, I used to always tell my nurses and I, I would do this for my staff, celebrate success. Celebrate mm-hmm. the little small things. When you achieve a goal in your life, celebrate, reward yourself with something for achieving that goal or reaching that milestone in your life. That's Absolutely. important. Absolutely. That's important. And you said something too, Valika, that I think is extremely important is counseling. You know, we as Christians, sometimes we think counseling is taboo, but I disagree with that totally. Me too. Counseling is very important. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. You can get yourself a good Christian counselor, but sometimes you need somebody other than a family member or a girlfriend that you can talk to and confide in. Mm-hmm. And when you speak with a counselor, everything that you tell them is confidential. So we need someone who can kind of help us to look deep down into what's going on in our lives and get to the root of the problem, which we can't see on our own. Right. So Counseling, I am 100% for counseling. It helps us to re, um, to recognize what stresses are going on in our lives and, and they can offer us good solutions uh, as to how to resolve those issues. So it's okay to go to a counselor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, then, and I have a couple of scriptures too that I would like to share. Um, a couple of things that I would like to give you all to write down. Uh, the first one is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. First Peter chapter five, verse seven, it says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you on him. That means on Jesus, on the Lord. He he wants us to give him all of our anxieties. So basically saying he doesn't want us to be stressed out and anxious about things, you know, to the point of where it's making us physically sick. But he wants us to cast those burdens on him because he truly cares for us. And we know God cares for us. He loves us. He loved us so much that he gave his only son for us. Right. Who does that? Right. Exactly. You know, who does that? And the exactly. Bible says greater love has no man than this, than like Jesus who laid down his life for us. Exactly. And a man who would lay down his life for a friend. So he wants to in turn, take those burdens, take those anxieties away from us. And we know that the main person that's interceding for us, praying for us every day is Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is the chief intercessor and he's making intercession for us each and every day. Absolutely. And for people who may feel like you're out there all by yourself and all alone, that you don't have anybody to talk to, you know, God is there. He promises that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He is right there with us. And he is a very present help in the time of trouble. Amen. 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 Uh, the next scripture is in Psalms chapter nine, verses nine through 10. Psalms chapter nine, verses nine through 10. It says, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name, trust in you for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. So I'm not just giving you scriptures just to be reading them tonight. But what you need to do is you need to pick out one or two of these that really stood out to you, that really ministered to you. Mm -hmm. 
put those scriptures around your house somewhere, you know, write them on a little note card or something and just meditate on those scriptures throughout the day. And that word is going to get down on the inside. And it's the word that's going to bring about the change that you need in your life. Amen. Amen. Totally agree. Amen. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Philippians chapter four, verse 19. Philippians 4, verse 19, it says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So God is the one who's there, ready and willing and ready to meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And we know our God is rich. You know, he is rich and he has all of his promises are yea and amen. Yea and amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And um, there's a scripture in Joshua chapter one and verse nine. And uh, the Lord is saying, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. God made that promise to Joshua when he was getting ready to take over for Moses. And that same promise holds true for us today. So he's telling us to be strong and courageous and not to be afraid because he is right there with us every step of the way, wherever we go. Amen. 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 So I just wanted to encourage you all on tonight. You know, there are difficult times. We we all face difficult times in our lives. And as Belika was saying earlier, especially as it getting around the holidays, I don't know what it is about the holidays, but I mean, it, these are uh, scientific facts that people tend to be more depressed during the holiday times and that we find the attacks coming from one side every single way. Uh, But we have the word of God that we can use to help us to get us through these difficult times. And I told you three things to do. First of all, don't be anxious and worried to, to the point to where you're physically sick about it. Pray about everything and trust God to bring you through because God has a plan for each and every one of us. And he knows He knows everything about us. So you may be thinking that God is not aware of what's going on with you or or God has forgotten about you. But no, that's not the case. He's aware of everything that goes on in each and every one of our lives. But he is standing ready and waiting uh, to help us through every one of our difficult situations. Amen. Well, thank you so much for helping us out on tonight, Miss Pat. Sorry. (laughs) We really appreciate it. Real quick before we go off, can you... um, Give us a prayer and then let everybody know how they can follow you. Yes, I will. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, God, that you've allowed us to come before your people, Lord God, and just share a word of encouragement. Father, we give you thanks, God, for everything that you've done for us and our families. And we thank you in advance, Lord God, for what you're going to do for us. So, Father God, I just ask you, Lord God, for everyone under the sound of my voice. Father, whatever things that they're going through in their lives, Lord God, I ask you, Lord God, to cover them under the blood of Jesus. Father God, give them peace, Lord God. Your peace, Father, that surpasses all of our understanding, Lord God. Your peace, Father, that the world didn't give them and it certainly can't take them away. Father God, you said you would be nigh to those that have a broken heart. So if someone is brokenhearted that is on this call on tonight, God, I ask that you be nigh to them, Lord God, that you put your loving arms around them, Lord God, and that you bind up any wounds that they may have, Lord God. Father God, in those places where they're hurting, Lord God, replace that hurt, Lord God, with your love 
love, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, let them know, God, that they are loved by you, Lord God, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made of you. Father God, I ask that you continue to bless Velika and her Velika B project and chosen project, Lord God. Continue to cover her under the blood of Jesus. And God, I just thank you again just for another opportunity just to share your word with your people. And I ask God that you just cover each and every person on this call under the blood of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Let everybody know really quick how they can follow you. Uh, you can follow me on patriciamiddletonministries.org. That is patriciamiddletonministries.org. Uh, go to my page. I have my books that I've published there. There's a healing CD that um, I also have there. And do I have a minute to share a quick testimony about my CD, Felika? Yes. No, go ahead. Absolutely. Um, one of my former nurses that I work with, her son was uh, hospitalized and he had to end up being put on a ventilator for a few days. And when I called her, I called her to, to talk to her and encourage her. She said, Pat, I'm so glad you called. She said that she the CD that I had given her a couple years ago, she bought a small CD player and she put earphones in her son's ear and she played that CD for him the entire time that he was in a, uh, he was on a ventilator and he was on a ventilator for three days. On the fourth day, he got off of that ventilator. So the it's not me. I'm just a voice piece. But the word of God that I am reciting and praying on that CD, I believe for, uh, I know for sure that the word of God is what brought about that healing for that young man. So just Amen. go to org, and all of my products are there. And I would be so happy to hear from you. God bless Amen. you. And Kaylee just put it um, in the ad. Uh, in the comment section as well, but it's also strolling at the bottom of this, um, at the bottom of this broadcast as well, too. So thank you so much, guys. Make sure you go to her website. She has some amazing things. She's an amazing minister. She's an amazing woman of God, first and foremost. But um, y'all would definitely love what she has to offer on her page as well. So I appreciate it, uh, Minister Pat. And stay on with me. And okay. thank you guys for coming on. We're doing a pop-up Tuesday. Kaylee, I think next week we do need to bring the singing back next week. Me and Kaylee be dreading the singing part. <laughs> but I think it's time, Kaylee. So next week, if you're available, we're going to hit the singing next week too. So guys, God bless you. We love you. And this is the Velika B Project. We will speak to you on next week, hopefully, prayerfully, if God's willing. Thank you so much, Ms. Pat. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed. The Velika.